This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. everybody and welcome to another episode of the Proton Pack Podcast. I'm Chris and with me always is the Groot to my rocket, Tony. Say hey, Tone. Hey, guys. I'm Groot. Hi, Groot. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, good to be back. Episode 59. A little bit different. It is. Today. You know, uh, it's been a little while. We've been away, but there has been some big news that drops. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little bite-sized episode, not the long one hour, one and a half hour where we break down TV, movies, video games, all of those things. What we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the Disney Investor Investor Day dump that they basically dropped on us of uh, the different properties that they have. And in this one, the part one, we're going to do Marvel and then stay tuned, and we're going to release part two, which we're going to record tomorrow, on the Star Wars side of things. So uh, without further ado, no shameless plugs, no intro music. We're just going to get right into it. And speaking of getting right into it, let's go ahead and start with the very first of what we're going to be expecting on Disney+, Plus, dropping here in January. I believe January 15th was the date that they said. But uh, you know, let's check out the trailer and enjoy. you doing rattling around this big house? Well, I assure you, I'm married to a man, a human one. One. What's it We are an unusual couple. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. We just don't know what to expect. That's gonna be. Yeah, it looks so good. Yeah, I, I like that little remix. How they do some of like trailers do some of these old songs, and then they just add like this eerie echo, and it just flows. Like Daydream Believer never sounded so good. That was 
That was good. Well, and the funny thing is, you know, we saw the first trailer that was dropped a little over a month ago, and, you know, it gave us more of sort of the, the TV aspect of WandaVision, you know, never really explained what was going on. This one has a very um, Jordan Peele get out type vibe where it's sort yes. of this idealized TV thing that they're caught into, and then it's got these weird little glitches that uh, start going off, and obviously reality is a little bit different than it appears for them. And, uh, you know, the second trailer just gave me chills. It has a little bit of a, a horror movie vibe to it. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, if this was a movie, which it's not, thank God it's a series, mm. um, just because the reason why I say thank God is because then you're going to get more of it. I kind of feel like, the TV shows are allowed to tell more of the story versus a two hour flick. But if this was a movie, I mean, I would be pumped for a movie. That's the trailer really got, uh, got me intrigued. Cause like you said, when you hear WandaVision, you're like, yeah, okay. Some stuff on those characters. They were good. Uh, but this just, I'm invested. I want to see what goes on. Like what's, uh, some of the characters, uh, like, I don't know the actress that's like, I don't know about you. And, and she winks at the camera a lot. But like in yeah. the first trailer, she was like when Vision like went up to the car and he's like, do you need help? And she goes, you're dead. And so she has to play some type of right, I don't know, right. villain. I don't I don't know. I don't like it's hard to tell what's what it is. Like, is this all in Vision's mind? Is it in Wanda's mind? Right. I don't know what to expect. All I know is after finishing up The Mandalorian yesterday. Uh, and being done until season three, this is gonna if it's it follows along the lines of uh, that, we're in for a hell of a year in 2021 when it comes to uh, Disney Plus Marvel shows. Definitely big treat. You know, I wonder. You know, are they caught in the Mind Stone? Is there something related to the multiverse? Who knows? Because we know that the next phase is going to deal with the multiverse. Obviously, you know, we've seen uh, or heard bits and pieces of, of what's happening right now, especially with the production for Spider-Man and knowing that, uh, you know, obviously the next Doctor Strange movie is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But where does this fall into line with all of that? And then the uh, African-American actress who's in there, she was um, Captain Marvel's best friend from Captain Marvel. And so how does she oh. fit into all of this? Yeah. Who like, knows? Who are you? I don't know. And then the glitch. There's the little glitch to it. And then uh, there's the agent from Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, when they were running it, too. So a lot of ties in. So very excited for that. Uh, we don't have to wait long, either. That's uh, just a couple of weeks. Well, and the other thing is we know it's a limited series. So unlike The Mandalorian, where you know they can have a cliffhanger at the end to tease the next season... Well, there's not going to be a next season of WandaVision. So they're going to wrap it up at the end of this limited series. So they're going to answer questions, and obviously it's going to be a, a fun ride to go through. Yeah, and and if you're watching this, obviously you're into Marvel, and you, you guys get the gist of it. You don't really have to explain too much of the backstories. Uh, but, uh, you know, Elizabeth Olsen's character, Scarlet Witch, is going to be in Doctor Strange and the the multiverse of madness you're into the multiverse of madness i think that's the title yeah it's uh and the multiverse of madness as opposed to into the spider verse which was the spider gotcha yeah but, uh, so um so we know she's going to be in there so it's going to be crazy to see like you said does tie into it is this the start of it do we get x-men introduced in this like in some form of fashion just right. because if you didn't know 
Scarlet Witch is Magneto's daughter. Yeah. Which, of course, they could never explain that in the MCU because they didn't have the rights to X-Men. But they do now, so now would be the time to bring our friends back. Oh, can't wait. And there is talks that we're going to see Aaron Johnson's Quicksilver in this as well. Um, Again, don't know if he's just part of the this imaginary world that they're potentially living in, or if they're bringing them back through something that happened through the events of Endgame. Who knows? And I like this, too. The audience is uh, actually a live studio audience. Uh, I oh, did no read kidding. That they brought in a real... It's not like the canned laughter. Um, like, or, you know, we could just add to any show that we right. do. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely... They brought in to give it that real sitcom vibe. Because you, you had a vibe of, like... I love Lucy and uh, the Brady Bunch, and there was even like a Family Ties feel, like when Vision's wearing like that '80s gaudy sweater. So, definitely got some old school sitcom vibes. Now, if we can get some TGIF up in there, should Ooh, be good. There you go. And that's the thing; it's going to go from sitcoms from the '60s, '70s, '80s, and and sort of progress through there. But uh, in any case, that is the next Disney Plus series that we're really looking forward to, and obviously, yeah, it's, uh, the audience is too. Yeah, the first for Marvel. <laughs> That's right. Well, we have our own audience for the Proton Pack. <laughs> let's move on to the next trailer that dropped for the next series coming out, this time in March. And, of course, you know, this isn't the second trailer. This is the very first one. We're talking Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Let's go ahead and check that out. legacy of that shield is complicated. The world is upside down. People need something to get behind. They need the symbol. So what's our plan? So no plan. (laughs) Great. going on in that cyborg brain of yours you don't want to know oh yeah i can see it working gears turning oh they're malfunctioning they're on fire god i hate you (laughs) awesome that looks so cool i mean and again so many questions unanswered obviously we have to wait for the series but we know that uh sam the Falcon is basically taking over as Captain America. But what's in- interesting is nowhere in that uh, trailer do they show him with Captain America's shield. 
Yeah. We know it was given to Not him by Steve at the end of Endgame, but, uh, you know, what happened to the shield? Obviously, his new uniform is inspired by, you know, sort of the Captain America colors, which are really cool. Um, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, just badass. And unlike WandaVision, which is a little more fantastical and, and you know, on the mystical side of things, you know, this seems to be a little more rooted and, you know, grounded and, and more espionage and, and political thriller. And, and then, obviously, just that uh, dogfight type scene where uh, Falcon's flying through the canyons. I, it looks like so much fun. And we know that Baron Zemo is coming back, uh, potentially yeah. as He'll the main bad get guy. He'll finally get a... Uh... He'll get a yeah full front as a more. He's a pretty good villain, but they didn't do him quite the justice. So it's gonna be interesting to see what he does. So. Well, we know he's gonna get his purple mask, obviously, uh, yeah. you know, from the comic books. But uh, you know, again, these Disney does such a great job at putting these trailers together and showing some great action, uh, giving a little highlights of the humor, but not telling you giving away everything about the story. Because uh, I mean, there's so many questions I have and. Yeah, we won't know until we watch it in March. Exactly. Like, when does it take place? Like, how far after Endgame? Um, it's, it just looks awesome. Yeah. So, looking forward to it. We also know that it's going to introduce another character that uh, from the comic books known as U.S. Agent, who became another Captain America down the road. But, uh, again, uh, another uh, character who was uh, shot up with the super soldier serum, uh, had his own shield, and was essentially a clone of uh, uh, Captain America. But uh, again, I don't know if he's going to be uh, sort of a foil in this, or uh, we knew that he was mentally unstable in the comic book series, and so that might be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. And like you said, it brings it back to... Uh to just like the action roots of uh, Marvel movies, you know, it looks like it just looks fun. I think the chemistry between Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan is is great. On uh, you know where they kind of butted heads a little bit in the first uh, Infinity War, and then the way they kind of come together at the end at uh, um, Endgame was mm. nice. You know, granted they both turned to dust at the end of infinity war so they went there they had that in common came back and you know right they're like good stuff there they're like brothers who fight all the time exactly so i look forward to it it looks like a fun pairing so yep now let's move on to the next one uh, which is coming out of course they don't they haven't put a release date out the only um firm release date we know uh is the falcon and the winter soldier for March, and then everything else is a little more fluid from there. But they did drop the trailer for Loki, which was announced. Mm. And I was curious before seeing the trailer how that was going to work. You know, uh, obviously he's a villain, but sometimes, you know, a a likable uh, bad guy. And, you know, obviously we knew that he disappeared at the end of, or sorry, in the middle of um, Endgame. But when they traveled back in time, he got the Tesseract. In any case, let's go ahead and watch the trailer. And uh, that'll sort of explain where things left off when he disappeared into Endgame. Enter the case, Get your hands off.
You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. Lighten Where I lie. don't like to talk. <laughs> but you do like to lie, which you just did. The new wedding did. crashers. Because we both know you love to talk. Talky, talky. How long have you been here? I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, time passes differently here in the TVA. What does that mean? You'll catch up. good man that's that music fun. gets you pumped <laughs> and i want to say that there that taika Waititi has some sort of influence in this because it definitely has that vibe it has that feel um you know obviously he did so well with thor ragnarok and you know and i without a doubt have a feeling that this is part of the multiverse obviously you see different versions of loki even in the logo as the different letters were popping up in in different yeah. styles um you know that just shows it's probably part of the multiverse and then i get the feeling that the tva whatever that means is sort of a almost like a multiverse waiting room you know it's sort of yeah, this like a like uh, like a time traveling thing like because this dude, like, he, maybe he could help. I don't know. Just based off the trailer, um, it just kind of looks like when Owen Wilson's character was like, eh, you'll find out, mm-hmm. which is cool. But that opening scene, that was a nice homage to uh, Iron Man. That looked just like the opening scene of, uh, or not the opening scene of oh, Iron Man. I was going to say, because that was directly scene. from That was Endgame. ACD, yeah. <laughs> but he was just like in the dirt or in that desert, you know, like when he tried the first Iron Man suit, crashed and exactly yeah yeah no stuff there i I love how it just takes literally that trailer starts where loki disappeared with the tesseract in endgame it like totally sets it up that's awesome well and it's going to be a fun ride of course you know you get little bits and pieces no idea who the antagonist is going to be it's just this hooded figure that seems ominous and scary and then of course you get that little glimpse just that split second shot of black widow sitting there yeah. Oh. and uh yeah you know. just alone and that was uh it's oh man how, did, how do you think do you think like that's her like you know how once you sacrifice your soul then you kind of just are stuck there mm-hmm. you think that's just where she is she's like the now the keeper of the soul stone there and could just, be you know it's but they had to go back and fix see that's where time travel can mess with you it's like this will be a different point because 
the way Endgame went was Steve had to go back and to the exact points in time. It's yeah, don't put your rain too much into it because right. it, it even gets me thinking. But damn, yeah, seeing her just 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 that view with her there is a tease, man. Well, and that's the thing, you know. Obviously, Endgame dealt with time travel, which is confusing enough. Now we're looking into the multiverse, which is basically parallel universes all existing at the same point in time. How does that play into it? You know, we see Loki in space. We see him on Earth. We see him in Asgard. We see him in different places uh, with different looks. And so uh, I think he's going to be the ultimate anti-hero through the Marvel yeah. Universe in this, but uh, how it plays into the overall cinematic uh, universe, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'm excited for it. That, that looked awesome. Yeah. That, uh, of of the three, like, WandaVision's got me pumped, um, as does uh, Captain, uh, Captain Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Ca- Captain Captain Deadpool. Falcon. Captain Deadpool. I was thinking Captain Falcon from, like, F-Zero, <laughs> you know, like the main character Captain right. Falcon. Um, but uh, Loki's got me pumped, man. That looks awesome. Yeah. And then the next one that we're going to do obviously deals with the multiverse. It is the first animated MCU project. Again, a what-off. Uh, one-off. And uh, it, it comes <laughs> directly from... What-off, what-off? <laughs> directly from the comic book pages. And I always love picking up these comic books when they did it. But when Disney dropped all these trailers, this was the first one I saw. And this is what got me pumped for everything else that I saw afterwards. So uh, let's go ahead and check this one out. This is Marvel's What If. Let's go, bub. Space. Time. Time. Reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility. Well, that doesn't sound ominous at all. I was promised an army. A super soldier. Cool. You sure don't seem too freaked out about all this, kid. What you doing out there all by yourself anyway? Exploring the world. Sounds fun. But why stop at one world when we can show you all of them? through these vast new realities. Follow me and dare to face the unknown. And ponder the question. What if? Give me the tour. Still gives me chills. Yeah, you know, and it's Chadwick. Whew. 
Yeah, it's so cool to see that, uh, you know, obviously the voice actors came back to voice their respective parts. But, uh, you know, it, it poses the question, what if, you know, what if, you know, Yondu had taken uh, T'Challa instead of uh, Peter Quill? You know, you've got Black Panther, who's now Star-Lord. Uh, you know, what if Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers, you know, and is she Captain Britain? Captain UK. That's what she looked like, yeah. 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 And uh, those are just a couple of the questions that it asks. And of course, it hasn't revealed, you know, overall. But, you know, again, so many unanswered questions. Zombie Captain America? I mean, what more could you ask for? Yeah, that was awesome. Well, and that's cool, too, because that's Chadwick Boseman's. Uh, he gets to play Black Panther one last time. You know, yep. sadly, we lost him over the summer. But, uh, you know, they did film, they did their voice lines a while ago while they were doing that. So that's great that he'll be able to play Black Panther one more time. So that's that's really cool. I know. It's it's so exciting just to see the things that uh, Marvel's doing, especially with this whole multiverse that we're looking at. And then the one thing that Marvel's always sort of lacked in compared to what DC was fantastic in was their animated stuff. Right. And so now it looks like Marvel's stepping up their game. The animation looks fantastic. The storylines look wonderful. And, of course, we get you know our favorite actors back in their uh, roles. You know, Obviously, Tony Stark is dead, but we're going to hear him again. Uh, Chadwick yeah. Boseman passed. We're going to hear him again. Uh, so exciting just to see what they've got planned for. And, of course, you know uh, there are only so many things that they teased with the what if. What other what ifs are we going to get? Yeah, I'm excited for this. I mean, I know I say that word a lot, but when this <laughs> dropped and we watched all those trailers, it was like stimulus overload. It's like we got to do a show. Like, how do we talk about all this and give it? And then uh, Chris and I decided, you know, let's watch the trailers. So while we have seen the trailers before, so if you guys are watching and our reactions are not like as like, oh, my gosh, it's because we've seen them before. So, But it's nice to watch them again because there are little things – that I've caught on all the trailers that I'm like, oh, I missed that. Yep. So, um, you know, it's just great to do it. And, uh, you know, to I get to see these. Uh, Disney Plus, man, if you don't have it, whew, you got to get this. Well worth the pickup. And, you know, they dropped so much information that, yeah, we could have done a, a basically a three-hour show just running down all the Marvel, all the Star Wars, all of the Disney, all of the Pixar. Um just too big. So we decided to break it up into these little bite-sized bits. And uh, what we're going to do now is run down the rest of what was announced on the Marvel side of things. Obviously, there's no video to accompany the rest of these, but uh, we're just going to chat about them a little bit and obviously uh, talk about what gets us excited and what we didn't even see coming. Um, so moving on to the next one, Miss Marvel. We know that that is a Disney Plus series that they've been working on based on the Miss Marvel Kamala Khan version of Miss Marvel, Marvel played by uh, in this case Iman <laughs> Iman Vellani, and uh, you know I I have no doubt that Marvel's going to do well with it. I got the sense from the little uh, announcement trailer, the teaser, the behind the scenes that it's going to be a little more of a teenage vibe. I got sort of a free form television sort of feel to it, but I think once it's all put together, it'll play a little more. Uh, uh, a little more MCU, a little less freeform. Yeah, you know what's crazy is I, 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 I'm sorry if anyone gets offended out there, uh, but I'm not too familiar with Miss Marvel. I actually, uh, the new Avengers game, 
<clears throat> that's out, you play as her. Like, the story revolves around her going to a convention and yada, yada. Uh, I was kind of thinking, oh, this is a cool game that they created, uh, or cool character they created for the game. But <laughs> no, no, this person has a backstory. So I should be interested to see what happens. And I know that her idol is Captain Marvel, so... Yeah, she's one of the newer characters to come out of the uh, Marvel comic books. But uh, again, and beyond our time, you know, we we don't follow the comic books as closely as we used to. And of course, you know, uh, she's a result of that. But Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel is going to meet the original Miss Marvel, also known as Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel 2. Uh, she is going to be the character that sort of teamed up with Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Uh, they don't have a release date for it yet, but we know that it is one of the uh, movies that will be coming out sooner rather than later and uh, following the Miss Marvel series. The question is, for me at least, will Captain Marvel play into the X-Men universe in the way that she did through the comic books and her relationship to Rogue? Ooh. Something we might see in Captain Marvel 3, maybe? Maybe. That'd be good. Um... I'm. I liked Captain Marvel the movie. It was. It was enjoyable. I expected more out of her at an Endgame. It was kind of. Her her character was kind of lame in Endgame. I'm not gonna lie. Like they hyped her up to be this big badass, and that's great. You know, especially. Uh, you know, for women power, and you know, for young girls to look up to have their female super. Because us boys, we of course got. That's our guy. That's our guy. You know, <laughs> right. and, and the girls do too. But you want to have that female uh, perspective where you have like that badass female. Where you're like, yeah, that's 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 my Marvel character. You know, that's my superhero. And uh, it was a and the, the way she was hyped for Endgame, like she was the big savior. It was just yeah, just the execution on her character in that story. Unfortunately, was that fell flat. I thought. Yeah, they were setting her up to be the character who was powerful enough to go toe-to-toe with Thanos. And, I mean, uh, to the point where she would need no help. And, of course, she just sort of showed up at the end, sort of got the gauntlet close to the quantum uh, 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 van, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's really it. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what they do with her in uh, uh, Captain Marvel 2. I know that uh, her as an actress, compared to the people she's been known to work with on Avengers, they don't really care for her that much. But, uh, you know, it's... I think that could be why the vibe, you know. But uh, hopefully all is well. But, yeah, she seemed to have butted heads in real life with with them. But uh, nonetheless, the, the first Captain Marvel movie set in the 90s was fantastic. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. And it set up something that we're going to talk about here in just a little bit. Before we get to there... We've got Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, fun little name, obviously. Uh, Quantumania, brother, when the ant takes on the wasp in an ultimate death match, brother, it's going to be Quantumania, yeah. <laughs> we knew Scott Lang was coming back, we knew the wasp was coming back, and we knew Peyton Reed was coming back to direct it, but the big announcement... Oh, by the way, Peyton Reed... Directed, uh, I know it's not Star Wars, but he directed the finale of uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. Kudos to you, Mr. Reed. That was well done, sir. (laughs) Oh, so good. 
With this, what we got out of the Disney dump was uh, not only the name, Quantumania, but... <laughs> the Disney dump. <laughs> I got child humor, dude. You say dump and you lose me. It just makes me think of poop. But we also know who the villain is going to be. Uh, Jonathan Majors has been cast as King Conqueror, who uh, we kind of thought was going to be the big overall bad guy, like a Thanos for the next couple phases. Right. It looks like probably not. He's just going to be a one-off. And uh, he's, in the comic books, known as a time traveler. In this case, my guess is that he is uh, he travels through the different quantum realms. And uh, that's where they end up running into him. But uh, nonetheless, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him, how he looks. Because obviously, uh, he's one of the more fantastical-looking characters in the comic books. You know, How do they adapt that to the big screen? And, of course, the humor and fun that comes out of... Uh, you know, what you expect from the Ant-Man movies. I, I'm looking forward to oh, it. I can't, oh, I can't wait. I know there was some controversy because they recast uh, Cassie Lang, mm-hmm. um, which that's fine. I think enough time by the time this drops, no offense to the original actress, but I I don't think they'll. it'll be too much. Because, I mean, I'm just happy they kept the little kiddo from the first and second one. She was a, she was a doll. Like, that was great. But mm-hmm. obviously, when Scott had to go through the realm and he came back years later because he, you know, time froze for him. He was stuck in the quantum realm. That Cassie was more grown in Endgame. That was a that was a that was a tearjerker moment. I thought like the reunion, like holy crap, my daughter's right there. But I've missed out. She's all grown up. Right, now, and she thought know? he was he was gone and dead for you know those five years. But uh, you're right. You know, it was a we, really sad moment. We only got a little bit of the grown up version of Cassie Lang. So the recasting, you know, isn't as impactful as like a major character being recast. Yeah, it would be like if you took Captain Marvel out, right? Like if Brie Larson left and you had to find a new Captain Marvel, it's doable, but it's a huge blow because your brain is used to seeing one thing. Uh, they, it can be done because they've done it with. Uh, with Rhodes, you know, mm-hmm. they went from, uh, oh, I Terrence Howard. Guy's name. Yeah, thank you. That was to uh, Don Cheadle, and then we went uh, from Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo for the Hulk. So it definitely can be done. Right, right. And But I think, you know, those characters are so far along now that it would be jarring to pull one of them out. Yeah, you could do it now. Yeah, it's like Thor. You couldn't you couldn't recast Thor. You can't recast Captain America. You well, can't it's, do any of that. it's what they're dealing with with Black Panther 2. You know, the question is, do you recast T'Challa or do you write him out and somebody else takes up the mantle, which it looks like yeah, they're going to do. And I think that's the way write to do him it. Off. Yeah, I think Shiri, um, she's, uh, I think she would be a great, great pick for it i absolutely agree i I like her i like her character she's she's wonderful well let's move on with the next uh announcement obviously uh they had been talking about it rumors then uh, the thought was that it had just sort of fallen off that uh, they weren't going to continue with it after the real life events of what happened with jeremy renner but it has been announced that hawkeye is official is coming to disney plus late 2021 and it centers around him Training the new Hawkeye, uh, who is played by um, oh god, what's her name? It's uh, Haley Seinfeld. Steinfeld. That's right. Seinfeld. Yeah, she was in Bumblebee, and uh, that was like the biggest movie I could think of that she was in. She was in True Grid. In fact, I think she even got an Oscar nomination for that. And uh, great actress. I I thought you know when he was going to train his replacement, it was going to be his daughter from Endgame, but uh, apparently not. 
but it should be fun. I mean, uh, what they did with him as, um, um, uh, I want to say Nomad, but that was uh, Captain America's... Um, oh, God, what was his character's name in... Uh, Ronin. Endgame? Ronin. That's why. Yeah, Ronan. Yeah, when he turned into that, like, again, he went through such a weird, drastic change. I get it. He was trying to go after, he was disappointed with his, like, he was distraught by his family's death, mm-hmm. you know, so. <laughs> but uh, that I'm happy. Be- I, like, I like Jeremy Renner. I, I know do too. he's faced a lot of personal stuff, but, uh, you know, he's my favorite, one of my favorite celebs that lives up at Lake Tahoe. You know? <laughs> I, love, I love seeing the Instagrams from home. Oh, definitely. So, one of the funny yeah. things is Hawkeye was never one of my favorite comic book characters. And, you know, they had no. the Avengers video game where you could play as Hawkeye. I never played as Hawkeye. He was lame. No. Jeremy Renner made him cool again. So uh, He did, yeah. yeah. And the crazy thing about him is he doesn't really have the superpowers. He's just a dude that has good marksmanship. That's it. Yeah. Like, the fact that he's gone up against... Uh, you know, like, and you could put uh, Black Widow in the same thing. Like, she's not a superhero. She's just a badass, you know, well-trained professional, just like Renner is, uh, or Hawkeye. Um, uh, I lost my, like, I'm trying to think, like, what his main character name was. It was Clint. Clint Barton. Sorry. Blanket Clint Barton. Yeah. So their characters, you know, they're just guys and gals that just were trained well. So that's pretty neat. So... Uh, finding Kate Bishop is going to be cool. And the fact that they're sticking to the comic book look is cool. They've been uh, dropping leaks of their filming, and uh, she looks good as Kate Bishop. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, you get a lot of purple. I can't wait to see a trailer for it. Oh, definitely. A lot of purple in there. Now, moving on with the next one, uh, the next original character that they've announced for a Disney Plus role, She-Hulk. And we found out... Uh, Say hello to the She-Hulk. Ah. <laughs> we found out a couple weeks ago that uh, Tatiana Maslany uh, is set to star as the female Hulk. And then obviously Mark Ruffalo. Hulk smash! <laughs> Mark Ruffalo is coming back to uh, be Bruce Banner. Question is, do they follow close to the comic books where, uh, you know, uh, uh, She-Hulk is essentially uh, Bruce Banner's cousin, requires a blood transfusion and gets some of the Hulk's blood and she turns into the big green She-Hulk and stays that way. She can't transform back and forth, but uh, you know, she, all of her intelligence is there plus the strength, totally badass. I, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, you know, I, I love Mark Ruffalo as, as Bruce I Banner and the Hulk. And so it'll be fun to He's see. He's come how a they long play. way from uh, 13 going on 30, which by the way, I really like that movie. Had a lot of up and coming Marvel uh, characters in that movie. <laughs> but uh i like that they're gonna bring back abomination in this too and it's the That's same right. actor that played him uh tim in roth the, yeah he's gonna i'm glad you know this useless trivia off there that that really helps out with things because i can't think of their names <laughs> all the time but it's cool that he, that the abomination faced off against edward no edward norton's hulk um but that is all mcu canon so that's great that yep. they uh been bringing him back so Yep. And uh, it'll be fun. Obviously, I want to see trailers. I want to see trailers now. I wish they dropped trailers for all of these, but we got to wait. The next big announcement that they made for a Disney Plus series is Moon Knight, one of the lesser known characters. He's been around since, I want to say, the early to mid 80s. And he is, uh, the character's name is Mark Spector. He's a mentally ill man who's been granted the powers of an Egyptian god. And they just recently like an Egyptian. And they just recently announced that Oscar Isaac Podameron, who you mentioned earlier, is going to be playing Mark Spector. 
And uh, he's always been compared to Batman. He's sort of Marvel's answer to Batman, um, even though it's a little bit different. Obviously, he has superpowers, but he's a vigilante. He, you know, uh, uh, travels around at night uh, battling evil. Not really familiar with who his bad guys are, so it'd be interesting to see how that uh, all comes together. But uh, I, I feel like this one will be kind of the in the realms of what we got on the early Marvel shows from Netflix. I think it'll be along the lines of like a Luke Cage or a Jessica Jones uh, or, or hell, even Iron Fist. You know, characters that you knew, you've heard of them or you've seen them in the Marvel games. You've read about them in the comics, but you've never really followed because they were never that big. So I think he follows a lot into that. I think the casting choice is perfect. My first interaction, my first interaction, my first uh not where I was introduced to Moon Knight was actually from the Zen pinball games, the FX pinball games. They had a oh, wow. Moon Knight table. That's the first time I've even heard of the character, to be honest with you. Boy, that, that I mean, that's pretty recently, within the last, what, five, six years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I don't know much about him, so I, I'm on board. If it's Marvel, hell, I'll watch it. It's cool. Well, Marvel has a track record of taking unknown characters and making them famously huge. Just Guardians look at, of the Galaxy. Exactly. I mean... Yeah. I knew nothing about him. I couldn't even tell you. I really even knew, like, Rocket Raccoon. The first time I ever saw him was Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and mm-hmm. he had that weird British accent. Right. <laughs> it was it was weird. Yeah, I'm like, who the hell is this raccoon character? Right. So now it's synonymous, as we went with Groot at the beginning. I, You would have told me, you want to read a comic about a tree, uh, a space tree that that's friends with a raccoon, I would have been like, no. Right. And they're poised to do it again. I mean, we've got Shang-Chi coming out here soon. We've got the Eternals coming out. And again, lesser known Marvel properties that are bound to be huge. Yeah. Looking forward to all of these things. Yep. So those are paid by Marvel. We're just geeky Marvel fans. Yeah. 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 Those were all of the things that we knew were coming out. Then they dumped some stuff on us that we had no idea. And of course, get us even that much more excited. For instance, we were talking Captain Marvel a little bit earlier. Well, that sets the stage for a Disney Plus series called Secret Invasion, which, of course, we thought was going to be sort of the overarching plot line for this next series of uh, Marvel phase. But it won't be. It's going to be sort of its own standalone. See Samuel L. Jackson return as Nick Fury. And, of course, you get um, um, uh, um, uh, Talos, uh, the scroll leader. And uh, Secret Invasion revolves around uh, uh, shape-shifting scrolls that infiltrate the most important positions on Earth. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. And, of course, who doesn't love Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. Because I love that teaser at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Like that was the uh, extra credit scene, so it kind of sets it all up from there, which is cool. Yeah, he's on Talos' ship, and and Ben Mendelsohn does a great job of playing uh, Talos. And I would assume that uh, you know that might even set up the main villain for a movie that we're excited about. We're going to talk about here, but uh, the Super Scroll who uh, gains. Four powers that uh, we'll, we'll tease that here in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, le- buddy. Um, do you think uh, Robin Sparkles will be in it? Probably. I, I, yeah. Yeah. So we'll I think Maria Hill. Uh, you know her. Uh, she's so closely tied to Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury that, that uh, she's got to be in. She'll be part of it. 
Yeah, look forward to it. This next one that was announced, uh, a little surprised. Again, another newer Marvel character that I really haven't followed, but uh, they've announced a Ironheart series, which obviously uh, that's where after Iron Man died, there is, and I don't even know the character's name, but uh, she ends up creating suits of armor that uh, take over the Iron Man mantle as Ironheart. Well, uh, Dominique Thorne is the actress that will star in this. And, uh, of course, uh, how it ties into the whole Tony Stark thing, we don't know. Because they just gave us a little tease of what's going to be happening. Yeah, never heard of Ironheart. But, again, lesser-known characters getting a spotlight. And I think Disney Plus is the absolute correct way to do it. To tell a full story. Uh, That way it's not just a two-hour, like, oh, why did that happen? Like, you can actually get... A story and then you could either decide whether you like this character you want to invest your time or if you you're good and then you just stop then you don't need to worry about it but if it's marvel you're gonna to want to have to probably watch it regardless if you like it or not it'll tie into something that you do like exactly so. and this is a great way to introduce a character like this because normally if you were to make an iron heart movie the diehard marvel fanboys who uh you know are, they're the ones that go on and write all the vitriol you know, they won't go out and see a, a female Iron Man on Disney Plus. You know, they, they might. They might be forced to, and they might actually like it. So uh, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Iron Man and what happened there, another big announcement they dropped were Armor Wars, which uh, series uh, um, uh, centers on Rhodes. James Rhodes, Don Cheadle, and War Machine, and basically dealing with the fallout of his old friend Tony Stark's technology falling into the wrong hands. Uh, again, Armor Wars was a comic book storyline throughout the uh, Iron Man series, and uh, it'll be fun to see War Machine back at it again. Uh, you know, even though we don't have Tony Stark Iron Man, I, I always loved War Machine. War Machine's badass, yeah, and I really liked playing him in the early uh, Marvel versus Capcom games. Those were a lot of fun. Um, I think Don Cheadle is just awesome in that role, too. He's a good Rhodes. Um, he was always the uh, keep Stark-centered kind of guy, you know. Yeah, and um, he and Robert Downey yeah. Jr. had this great rapport, too. I mean, uh, just look they at the really whole did. Tony Stank you scene. You didn't really get a chance to feel that in the first Iron Man with him and uh, Terrence Howard. Like, I'm not saying they didn't have chemistry, because you were just getting to know who these characters were. Because, I mean, shoot, at that time, you know, Iron Man, you knew, like, I always knew of Iron Man, but did you know the stories and stuff? Unless you read the comics, you didn't know. Right. Or watched the 90s cartoon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Here's another thing that was announced that I was a little surprised by, but when you really think about it and who's involved, it shouldn't be too surprising. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, Disney revealed (laughs) that the cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will shoot a Disney Plus special due to release during the holiday season of 2022, just ahead of the third film's release. Um, But it's James Gunn. What else would you expect? I mean, he's got that playful... It's a nerd world turns! It's (laughs) another James Gunn turning! It doesn't surprise me more that they would do this, and that is the team, that is the cast to do any sort of holiday special with. Uh, oh, you know, it's you, gonna be great, man. You wouldn't expect one with you know, uh, Cap, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. You wouldn't expect one with, um, you know, Ant Man and the Wasp. But Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'll oh, be fun. absolutely, and it's it just got me smiling. It's so much like I almost last night after watching Mandalorian, I 
almost thought about watching the Lego Star Wars holiday special, but my eyes were heavy, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm out. I, I do want to watch it, though. Well, when we do our Star Wars one, we'll talk more about it. I've, I've seen it, yeah. and it, it's enjoyable, but, uh, you know. Okay, I'll have to watch it so I can discuss with you. There you but, go. But, uh, yeah, man, Guardians holiday special sounds good. That'll be fun. Now, speaking of Guardians, and, of course, uh, you know, the most lovable character in the Guardians galaxy, Groot, is getting his own animated Marvel short series following Baby Groot. <laughs> that Baby Groot uh, on Disney Plus. And that'll be fun. You know, it's uh, I, I assume that James Gunn, again, will have a lot of influence into uh, what happens with those. And uh, I think it'll be along the lines of, um, you know, the Pixar shorts. You know, it'll be fun. Yeah, I- it'll be wholesome and playful. Yeah, I think it'll be good, especially when he starts going. I am Groot. I had to play the big one after so it didn't just keep looping. Exactly. <laughs> so that'll be fun. And then, uh, you know what? I'm going to skip ahead one because I'm going to save the, the most exciting part for last. For last. But, uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, for Love and Thunder, we knew it was coming out. Obviously, Taika Waititi's back. Chris Hemsworth is back. We've got uh, Chris Pratt, who's going to be joining the cast uh, as Star-Lord. Um, you've got uh, Natalie Portman, who's going to become the new Thor. And then uh, they just announced that Christian Bale, who we knew was going to be part of it, many people thought that he was going to be um, better Ray Bill. Well, it's just announced that he's going to be the main villain, Gore the God Butcher, a man who blames all the gods for the death of his family. And oh, good for you! <laughs> well, I don't know much about Gore the God Butcher. What I do know is that he played a major part in the Thor storyline and was probably the most uh, vicious villain that he's ever gone up against. And uh, uh, Christian Bale, I mean, without a doubt, is is the actor to play that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be awesome. Taika Waititi in it. Uh, if it has that flow and vibe from uh, the last one, it's got Natalie Portman. Uh, it's it's going to be awesome. It's, it's going to be, be just so uh, You know, if it has the vibe of Ragnarok, it's, which I think it will, it's going to be exciting, man. Oh, so looking forward to that so much. And then finally, the last announcement, which is something that since they acquired the Fox rights back, we knew was coming. We didn't know how it was going to play out. But this sets the stage for what we're looking for to even more we're talking fantastic four has been confirmed with spider-man director john watts on board you know spider-man 3 is shooting right now john watts after this is basically going to be done with the spider-man series because then it goes back over to sony he's got a great eye he's got a great tone why not bring him in for fantastic four and he had been working on a fantastic four uh script for a long time and so i think he's the right person to do it we're going to see, you know, the the first family of Marvel coming in, in hopefully the right way. Obviously, the last Fantastic Four movie was terrible. The first two ones were fun, but they I weren't did, quite yeah, right. Yeah, the Fox ones weren't. The first two Fox ones weren't too bad. Where uh, Chris Evans <laughs> would be funny if he came back and played the Human Torch again. That would be that, hilarious. That would be funny. Um, they were bad. Jessica Alba was great. I mean. They were fun movies for what they were. Silver Surfer one, what that one kind of was, eh. Right, where uh, uh, 
uh, Galactus is a giant fart cloud and yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I hope the real Galactus is the big bad for the second phase because if they do Galactus right, that's a scary thing, man. Oh, definitely, and frightening. It's, and it sets up to what we were talking about with the Secret Invasion with Super Scroll, who gains the powers of all four members of the Fantastic Four. He could be a great foe for this first Fantastic Four movie, where most people would expect, well, Doctor Doom. We're going to see Doctor Doom again. Don't do Doctor Doom again. Save him. Save him for Save a little him. bit later Save on. him for something, because he's a badass villain if done right. Exactly. You know, no offense to uh, Dr. Christian from Nip Tuck, but <laughs> he did his best. You know, For what it was at the time, as I... Uh, the last one, the Josh Trank one, what a piece of crap. That, that was, was just terrible. Purely garbage. But, yeah. Uh, and, of course, this sets the stage I for... Did, Michael B. Jordan did good, though. I, I thought he, he did well for being Johnny Storm and... I'm glad he went over to the Black Panther series because he was a bitchin' villain there. Yes, yes, he was. But, of course, uh, you know, that movie being announced sets the stage for what we're really looking forward to is the new X-Men, how that's yes. going to be introduced into the MCU. They've got big plans for them, and ultimately I'd love to see maybe in the overarching story for the next set of phases, Avengers versus X-Men. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That would be sweet. I'm I'm looking forward to gosh. There's so much there's so many Marvel things coming out, you know. Obviously with COVID, it's delayed a lot of these things, but I love that in twenty twenty one we're at least getting um a couple of those movies are finally coming. Yeah, I'm bummed here in Colorado where I live. The theaters are shut down like I didn't realize I couldn't even just go see a cheapy movie, so because I haven't been in a long time such a bummer so i can't go watch monster hunter i can't go watch wonder woman 84 so hopefully when marvel starts bringing movies back because they're supposed to start rolling these back in uh is it march they're gonna say start march it, is, is may when, i think it's march when uh um, black widow the eternals right isn't it black widow black, first yeah black widow got pushed to may okay but i was thinking they were doing the eternal or Oh, I don't know. Their Eternals is late summer. I don't know their new slate. It's weird. But we're supposed to get that. Whatever we're supposed to get this year, we're supposed to get next year. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Either way, we are getting it eventually. And uh, Eventually, with yeah. With all, all of these new announcements, I mean, just super, super exciting. But, uh, you know, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go ahead and end this episode here because we have yes. so much to talk about with Star Wars that oh. uh, we're going to do that tomorrow. Bef- and Go ahead. Before we wrap it, though, who do you who do you think should be Cap uh, Reed Richards and uh, Mrs. Fantastic? Like, Ooh. like who? I will, like I know who the two leading candidates are, and I'm actually quite happy with those choices if they go that route. What I would love to see is real life couple John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. That's exactly who I want to see too, and those are the rumored to be it, and it just. Their husband-wife, their dynamic's great. Their dynamic was great in a quiet place, so obviously husband-wife could work well together. Um, John Krasinski has just transformed from lovable, goofy Jim Halpert from The Office to a bona fide badass, you know, being Jack Ryan in, uh, in the uh, Tom Clancy show. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and he's done, like, uh, was it 13 Hours, the military movie mm-hmm. or something like that? Um, did He's really good, so... I think he has that good, witty, like Reed Richards. I can be kind of funny, but I can be serious and 
just awesome. And then I think Emily Blunt just fits perfect for that. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fun. You know, obviously we'll get more casting news as it comes about. And, you know, all of these projects will start getting trailers that drop as the months go on. So, uh, yeah, and I love they at least had a logo for it. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, Fantastic Four is coming. I mean, it was full on logo, and they even saved it towards the end there. Like, it was, it's happening. <laughs> We've announced it. It's happening. Absolutely so they love confirm it. it, which is nice because now you're starting to see things like in their video games and the uh, other stuff. Now X-Men and Fantastic Four characters are now being added into these things. So that's a good thing. It is it's a, a good, good thing. thing. As Martha Stewart would say, it's a good thing. Well, That's folks, a good thing. that does it for this bite-sized episode with our Disney dump on Marvel. Of course, we are going to do a Star Wars one separately for you guys to check out. But uh, you know what? I, I think we got a lot covered today. We'll leave it there, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in.